Kane and Corey Feldman are giving out their personal numbers. If you call 1-900-909-3700, you can listen to their private phone messages and get their personal number where you can leave them a message of your own. $2 the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Ask your parents before you call. 1-900-909-3700. If you call me right now, I'll give you my private number. Um, you call that number and you'll hear a recording and I'll give you my personal number if you call that. Um, and we'll wrap. Foolish friends, Freddy Krueger is on your phone. Dial this number now. I've got some tales to tell. Freddy's favorite bedtime stories. <laughs> Dead time stories. All brand new, straight from my boiler room to your home. It's Freddy Krueger on your phone. So dial this number now if you dare. Tell them Freddy sent you. Two dollars the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Children, get your parents' permission before you dial. Podcast started in this room way before the microphones went unmuted. Everybody, welcome to the Three Geeks podcast. <laughs> Justin and Max are arguing over how many movies should be in their We're festival. Not over. I was we, clarifying. We Max yeah, confused. yeah. I, I do because I'm the hardest working podcaster here. I did extra. And also uh, the biggest liar. <laughs> <laughs> biggest liar. I don't know. That's the bit. <laughs> Today we got a fierce competition between Mike and Dan pitching a horror remake to The Wizard of Oz, which I cannot wait to see what this turns into. The Wizard of Oz is my favorite movie of all time. I even like the already horrific Return to Oz. So I'm really curious what these guys with Franco pitch. No, 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 no. Uh, this is with. Uh, uh, see, that's uh, how you know you're a fan. Do you like the Franco movie? I do like the Franco movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my favorite. I have not revisited it very much, but I have enjoyed it. It's not. It's not. I also, I, I think I missed the horror part, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that one's not horrific. Return to Oz. No, 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 no. Of, horrific. Of, of the my remake. remake. <laughs> oh. Oops. Oh well. You ran for two completely different pitches. <laughs> there you go. From Don't Fuck with the Original, we have Casper. How you doing today? You there? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Oh, good, 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 good. Fantastic. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> Max likes your uh your Yeah, Twitter I usually handle. go by Chucky's side chick, but for the for the podcast I'm Casper. Yeah. I mean, like, are you happy with that? I found a lot of side chicks trying to try to get like main chick benefits. Are you cool being the side chick or are you angling for a way in? Main chick benefits. <laughs> this is your insurance company. It's it's more of a side chick. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's more of a sidekick kind of thing because people are always like, well, what about Tiffany? And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't necessarily like Chucky like that. So <laughs> it's more of a sidekick. <laughs> cool. Cool. 
We have a lot of stuff coming up on the show today. I do have two news topics, and we're actually going to get to the news topics real quick because I keep putting them in the description, and people ask me, you guys never spoke about that. It's because we go on tangents, and we forget about the topics. Because Jason's horrible at his job. Just the worst. No, because I... Dan, Jason is the worst cat wrangler of all time. <laughs> the, note, the note I always get from Dan is to let you guys rant. So I let you guys do yes. If you are watching us live, send in the comments. Let us know what your horrific Wizard of Oz movie would be, or horror fun- comedy. That's a thing too. Or your regular remake of Wizard of Oz, apparently. From <laughs> yeah. Just keep. Because why not? <laughs> Man, Facebook is slow today. I'm trying to share this link everywhere, and it just is not doing it for me. So, news yeah, topics: uh, movie theaters. What do you guys think? Do you think they're going to be around? Uh, it's, it's not a good look right now. Um, but you know, like these are, these are the times we live in there. The, the whole thing was set up for, you know, a lot of people being able to gather in one place. <laughs> so yeah. And then you know, like, when you get to a AMC <laughs> or, you know, or a Regal, like they're, they're really counting on a lot of people all over the, <laughs> the country coming to, to their theater. So it's not a good look right now. I don't know if they can. <laughs> You know, they can get a bailout like the airplane companies, but uh, and, and I don't think so. Uh, so, it's it, yeah, it's just not a good look. Um, no, they didn't try to restructure, you know, like they're not buying up all the drive-in theaters or, or trying to make their theaters drive-in theaters right now. Also, technically, oh, movie shit. theaters aren't an essential business. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, they're not going to be priority. I, I, I'm just surprised, like, AMC And that really so sucks, too, because, like, there's... There's movies that I would rather see in a movie theater than go to a drive-in. Like in certain movies, like I'll never forget the experience I had when I went and saw Avengers. So there's certain movies you need to see in a movie theater, and it really sucks that we may be going to where there aren't any anymore. Yeah, I, like the, the the good news is the smaller theaters could actually do better now, <laughs> just because like there's you know less they've they've leased less property and <laughs> there's you know, less stuff for them to to kind of have to. <laughs> Shed dead weight, so like you might still have your smaller theaters. They they might see an you know an influx, but uh, yeah, for the big chain companies, it's just not looking good. Like there's just no way, like there's no way to do it. It's a shame though, because AMC and I know I don't think theaters are gonna ever completely go away, but I think there's a a good chance the theaters like AMC, AMC and Regal especially, I think are done. I don't think they're gonna be around in two three years. But I'm surprised like AMC hasn't taken this time to try to refocus and open the drive-ins because a drive-in theater, it doesn't take a lot to open. You got to get a screen. You got to get a small place for um... parking. Yes, parking. <laughs> it's a parking session. I'm just surprised they haven't tried yet because AMC well, you you're be able to get ahead of the curve on this one. The the projector for that is is, is going to be your your biggest price that and actually uh, getting the movies there because because that that whole uh, rental of of the film and then paying them ninety percent of the box office for the first week totally sucks. I mean, but it's a it's a deal. But like they gotta try, you know, like they gotta like okay, we're trying to get your movies out. You can't rape us on the movie price. So Dude, you're sure. always going to get raped on the movie prices. Well, yeah, that's no, no, that's how it works. Now is now times are obviously different. If the movie theaters close yeah. down, then the Hollywood has no place to send their movies to. 
So it's it's video game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, video on demand. Yeah, twenty nine ninety nine on on Disney Plus, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm already I'm already done with that. They they got me on Mulan at the last fucking time. Like, not happening again. That's it. No, you had your chance. You had one chance to do something, and you fucked me. So that's not ever happening again. You screwed it up for everybody. Uh, but dude, dude, you were buying Mulan for thirty bucks. I mean, I, 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 I gotta yeah, say, I, 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 it was the only live action one I wanted to see. I spent the money. I mean, I can't, I can't undo that. But you're not getting me again. I'm not doing it again because you're, if you're gonna put out a crap movie and charge me thirty bucks for it, then you can eat a dick. Like that is not gonna happen again. Uh, I, I, maybe if it was Tenant or something. Well, would, apparently, would... Mulan. Apparently, Disney Plus is set. Mulan will be cheaper in December. So I was like, okay, I'll wait. So I'm waiting until December. Hopefully yeah. it is cheaper because I do want to see it. Look, twenty bucks. Until that shit is free. Do not pay for that fucking movie. <laughs> right, it's twenty bucks. Yeah, no, don't don't even. It's it's if it's anything over five dollars, it's not worth your time. I'm telling you right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. it it's just a, In a the same vein though, um upon the my second viewing of, of Aladdin, I kinda liked it. I like yeah, the remake. But how much Aladdin. did you pay for both viewings? Zero, exactly. Because you you gave it to me and then you didn't want it back, so <laughs> I, I I have it. <laughs> right. So don't waste money. Don't waste. So so it it may have costed you something for me to see Aladdin, but it didn't cost me anything. So. No, no, that's the right. perk, perks of working. Go a- have someone else get it for you. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So, No Time to Die was uh, explored to streaming services. Like they wanted to put the new James Bond movie out there, but they wanted six hundred million dollars for a streaming service to purchase the movie. Which I understand the price tag because it's it would make <laughs> it would probably exceed that if it went to theaters. But um, we're in a different time, guys. Like I think right now these theaters, these studios should be happy to recoup their money. And I don't know why they're trying to just sell it to Netflix. Why not put it on VOD? VOD yeah, makes the most sense to me. It's just greed. I mean, I rarely meant, went to movies before this happened, so I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, I stopped going to movie theaters like way before COVID happened just because yeah. I can't deal with movie theater crowds because they're annoying as shit. So I I, I, I'm really I indifferent to the movie. state of movie theaters right now. So. <laughs> Like I, it sucks. It sucks for me because I, I remember going to see. Um, good. I remember going to see the Lazarus Effect, and me and one of my friends went to go see it, and there was a whole row of teenage girls that were just wasted. So that was terrible. That experience was absolutely terrible. Screaming and jumping and everything. And I was like, that wasn't even scary. I'm going to need y'all to calm down. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with the crowds at times. The Linux in Columbus is the seems to be the teenager theater. Yeah, I, like, I, I love going to the theater. I, I I don't mind when like I have a shit crowd because I, I, I don't mind yelling at people. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it, I, I do really, really enjoy going to the theater. So like, it sucks right now. Um, like the good, the good point about going to the theater now is there's not usually anyone in the theater. I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll have that when, you, when you've got to, you know, lever the door open to get in. So, you know. <laughs> 
Well, no, it's like because uh, like you can pre-order the seats, right? So you can see how many people yeah. are in the theater or how many people are gonna <laughs> be there. And then you know, like if it gets to if it gets to be too much, you just cancel your tickets. Like like that's that's what I enjoy now. But like every time I've gone, I've been to the theater <laughs> three times since COVID, and there's only only been like two people in the theater. When wow. we had our own private showing of a movie, there were more people <laughs> than that. That's the most people I've seen in the theater since COVID hit. Like, <laughs> it's the worst movie of the year to watch. Oh, that. God, it was, was good. Bad. It was good times. It was, it was good to watch a bad movie with friends. It was good. I'm the only one who didn't absolutely hate it. <laughs> it was rough. It's, Welcome it's to Animaniacs, everyone. <laughs> That's true. That's not a lot of competition. I will miss the theaters go out of business, like the different, like, kind of special environments. Like, uh, the Lord of the Rings is there. Yeah. Uh, the different things like that. When you have a large group of people that are. I've seen the movie before they interact with it. Like, mm-hmm. I saw the room with like Tommy Wuso, like, the director was actually right. in the theater, too. You know, like, you throw spoons and you do a whole bunch of fun things like that. So. I, I will miss <laughs> theaters 100%, but I don't think they're going, I don't think theaters as a concept is going anywhere. Oh, sure. But I think, no. like, the and stuff, because they're not being proactive. Like, they have parking lots right now that they could literally throw screens into. Well, yeah, but again, it's the projector. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you, you, modifications, but they've got the property. Right. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. If we uh, can break up the events, even if it's movies, I'm all for it. (laughs) And yeah, I I think, you know, you're the, the few like smaller theaters that are, are, you know, like locally, like, you know, mom and pop theaters or whatever, you know, owned by smaller companies. I think they'll be fine just because they don't have the overhead of the, the big. Yeah. The big companies, but uh, and they're getting creative. Like um, Cinemark was ahead of the curve when they started renting the screens out. AMC is doing it now, but they're charging a little bit nice. more. But yeah, it's 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 not a good look. Hopefully, they figure something out. But it's definitely not a good look. But I mean, like I went and saw Tenant. Yeah, exactly. Um, what was that? Can you put that back up? Yep, my pets are weird. <laughs> Late stage capitalism doesn't allow room for reimagining business models, so we'll probably be suffering for a while in regards to entertainment venues. My pets are weird. We missed you last week. Welcome back to our viewing. Do, do we get a pie chart and graph and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just uh, the, the green, you know, again, like once, once. They get greedy and they, they, it, it it puts you on a precipice. So they they yeah, fall into yeah, that. Of course. And and ho- you know, hopefully we don't suffer too much for it. But it's I hope it's, we go to the business model. Okay. There's um there's a back in Indiana where I was born, there's a there's a local strand theater that's community owned, right? So once a year they do a donation drive just to keep the operating costs and they do it once a year and like they pay for it the rest of the year. Right. So they just nice. do a movie, they, they charge three dollars to go see a movie. Yeah. So I last like Last week, you guys heard our hideous, hideous lineups for concerts, except for Mike's. Mike's was pretty good. I would love to see the new Radicals. But um, we, um, Mike and I are going to go to a showing in Jersey once all this stuff opens back up. But um, <laughs> today, we're going to go with our worst festival movie lineups. So pretend theater is open again, and we get to go to our festival, and we're gonna come up with the worst festival ever. Uh, my pets are weird. Says good to be back, Dan. Welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> Not a problem, sir. Museum <laughs> on late stage capitalism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never go first on these things, and I'm not gonna start today. Um, Casper, you're our guest, so uh, I'm gonna let you tell us what your three movie festival would be for the well, worst. Wait, first one. First one. Just the first one? Okay. 
Just give us one. The, just the first one? Yes. Okay. Or um, I decided to number go with number for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was literally trying to think of now in general. I don't have a clue. Um, so, horror, my first pick would be The Turning. That's that's the most recent version of Turning yes. the Screw, right? Oh, God. Okay. Besides yeah. uh, Haunting of Bly Manor. Yes. Yeah, besides yes, that it one. Is. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that one kid from Stranger Yeah, that, that movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard. And it had no ending. And it was the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I, I saw it in a movie theater. I had to pay. I, I I paid for it. Went to a movie theater to see it, and like literally at the end of the movie, everybody went, "What?" <laughs> like everybody stayed until the credits, just because we were like, "Is it over? Is it? Is that it?" Because <laughs> the movie climax. Like, wait, wait, the movie then, That's exactly what happened. The movie climaxed. And then the credits started rolling. And I was like... <laughs> and one of the best anyway. reviews I ever saw for the movie was... <laughs> one of the best reviews I saw of the movie was someone said, this movie was great. I And that was it. And I died laughing because I was like, that was the film. Like, the movie, it, it had no ending. There was nothing there. Uh, Eric Prince so, Supreme I don't know. Hello. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what they were trying to do with that film, but they, they wrecked it. And it's got like a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it deserves it. <laughs> nice. Uh, Justin, what is your um, first film showing at this multiplex so, of festivals. This might be uh, recency biased because I just watched a bunch of Highlander movies, but Highlander 2. <laughs> I hate Highlander 2. Oh, my, we are going to have a talk someday, <laughs> sir. <laughs> are you a fan, Dan? Yes. I, I yes. Did not it is an it. awful movie, and I like love it. it. I'm glad you like it. They're aliens? Why can't they yes. be immortals? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what? Wait, do they time travel in that movie? Yes. yes. Back, yeah. That's it's the worst. Time travel is the worst. <laughs> I remember uh, anything uh, that's time travel or space. Oh. I mean, space can be good. Space can be good. <laughs> Besides Star Wars. Dep depends on the Besides use. Star yeah. Wars. Space yeah. can be good, but. But yeah, time travel too. is always just the worst plot device. <laughs> it's number three on my list just because it could be just because I watched it like two weekends ago, but it was real bad. My I friend, uh, friend of the show, Amit, <laughs> he uh, he used to make me watch these Highlander movies all the time. I remember he wanted to watch Highlander two and three so bad that his family opened up, got a video card just to rent Highlander movies. Like that's the only thing he ever rented from the video store, <laughs> and. I don't remember Highlander 2 being bad, but I haven't seen these movies in probably 30 yeah, years. You, you must have blocked that from your memory. Yeah. Like, you're traumatized from it, and you can't even remember. Like, that would have been like seven or eight when I watched it. So yeah. it was it. Did every attack you, like, they can only do one, trying to take your head? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it never attacked me. 
<laughs> the Renegade cut was was slightly better, but yeah, yeah. I mean, how energy is pretty bad. Anything. No, no, it's not. Uh, Look, my piece of shit is polished now. <laughs> yes, indeed, <laughs> it sparkles. Uh, Mike, what is your? Uh, well, I'm just going to share my theme as well here, too, because I did have a theme with all these, because these are movies probably none of you have really heard of, perhaps. Uh, this is the theme, you're not as clever as you think you are. Uh, <laughs> so oh, boy. My, my third movie that I would use for this is called Hot Bot from 2016. It's basically weird science, except dumb and uh, <laughs> annoying, and Danny Masterson's in it, and I hate it. Danny Masterson, he's kind of a POS. Is that Hyde? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hyde. Hyde from that semi show. He's an absolute POS, but I hate it. And not just because he's in it. (laughs) I will say it broke my heart a little bit because uh, Donald Faison from Scrubs and Angela from The Office are in it, and they are trying. But other than that, they're the only two that actually like try because it's just weird science and it sucks. (laughs) And you're not as clever as you think you are because weird science did it better. Yeah, they're trying. <laughs> I um, I know what Hotbot is. I've heard of it. I have never seen it. Don't. <laughs> but I'm sorry you guys are all wrong because the worst movie on my list, my first showing that I'm going to let everybody enjoy is Generation X, the movie. Uh, wasn't that made for TV? Okay. It's still a movie. Yeah. Ah, it's still right, a movie. Okay, okay but that, that was made for TV. It is a bad movie. Has anybody yeah. seen it? Besides myself and Dan, I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I I get put in there because of, of course I've it. seen the bad movie. <laughs> it's, it's got Matt Furrer in it. It's like an X Men movie without any of the characters you've heard of except for Banshee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was. I I loved it when I was a kid. I was so mad I didn't get a second episode, but I got it at a Comic Con recently. It's also got two uses of the word "fuck" in it, which is random for a Generation huh. X movie. But um, I got it at one of the Comic Cons and I watched it, and it is hor- It's one of the worst things ever made. Matt Fuhrer is chewing up the scenery and he's trying yeah. to do something. Uh, good Jim Carrey impression, a little bit in that movie. But um, yeah, the movie is really, 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 really not good. And I like all of the X Men movies that Fox made except for two. So that says a lot. I would argue that, that Matt Fuhrer was. Uh... Jim Carrey before Jim Carrey, but that that's fair. Yep, that's fair. But I wasn't fam- I was familiar with Jim Carrey first when I watched it originally. Max Headroom. I had not seen it until more recently. Okay, fair enough. Except for on Back to the Future. <laughs> uh, Max, what is your uh, first one? Number three for me. Uh, taking it back to uh, <laughs> Dan. Nice. Dan, you're going to be aware of this one. Uh-oh. Batman Ninja. Oh yeah. <laughs> Batman Ninja. Oh. Who hurt Dan? Oh. All these. I'm telling you, he's a masochist. Like, it's, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Batman Ninja was the like of all the, the movies we, we all the crap movies we watched on Animaniacs. This one takes the cake for me, uh, especially because it's Batman. Like they're like, yeah. oh, we're gonna do an anime Batman. I was like, yes. I'm in. This is going to be awesome. Well, I mean, um, go ahead. You you get the title Batman Ninja, and it it inspires awesome. I mean, because 
how could this go wrong? <laughs> and and, and, the, and then, the answer is every way possible. When you're 10,000 monkeys making a giant Batman, you're like, I don't think this is good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, you're going to sit through Batman, Batman Ninja first. <laughs> Terrible movie. It's, it's horrible. It, 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 it's, it, 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 it's not just... I can t- say all of the things that make this movie bad, like all the completely ridiculous freaking things that make this movie terrible. And you're like, how do they cram it all into one movie? So, I mean, I guess they get that accomplished yeah. where it's it's just so bad on every level, but it is it is the worst Batman anything I've seen in my life. Uh, Jim Blaylock, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Uh, he says Matt Fuhrer also played the bad guy in the Generation X movie back in the mid-90s. Yep. <laughs> But Dan, Dan's like me though. I, I was surfing through Amazon the other day because I watched yeah. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and it recommended all these weird movies. And one of yeah. them was like a, a, a um, God, what is wrong with me? A Sloppy Joe sandwich eating people, or Santa Jaws, or Clown Nato. I saved them all to my see. Just, just, just. You but watch one movie and you just jump down that rabbit hole, man. Like, it's, Ew, I want to see Clownado. I've seen Sharknado. Why not Clownado? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> because you have some sense. Because you have some decency. No, because no. that is like face paint in a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't wanted to see a sloppy Joe eat somebody? I have now. Oh, now, shit. now that I know that it's out there, I want to see it. Uh, speaking of Dan, Dan, what is your first movie that you're showing at your festival? Well, this will be good. Okay, I I just made up a bunch of movies, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've 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 thought about this for 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 about a week. So so just <laughs> my my first one is, is Terrence Malick's Independence Day <laughs> because I want to see him try and do a simple plot because <laughs> that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> No, oh, here's what here's what it is, man. The aliens come, we kill them. That's all we really need. Yeah. Okay. And what if there's But it's gonna be like it's gonna okay, okay. You know, Terrence we just need to time. do this. The the plane needs to fly into the 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 alien spaceship, right? And he's like, but but what about like past generations and how will this affect everything? And we we, we need to have a, a, a beautiful montage. And it's like, no, 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 just, just fly the plane in, into the spaceship. What about all the planes that came before it? <laughs> I mean, what about, like, to, to, you know, what might be in his movie? Like, one of the original ideas was to have Randy Quaid fly the crop duster plane with a, yeah. with a bomb duct tape to the bottom of it. So, like, <laughs> they have that deleted scene on yeah, the Blu-ray. Like, like, they actually oh, God. <laughs> so maybe that guy got fired from the job. Uh, that is, uh, I, huh? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the best. Thank you. I guess that's that's the best praise that I I, I can get there. It's just huh. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's Dan, what I'm I going for people. I, I kind of want to see it. You two deserve each other. <laughs> we do, Dan. <laughs> Oh, the line of the movie is, "Hey boys, I'm back." <laughs> <laughs> he is back. He's oh playing goodness. Santa Claus this year. All right. Anyway, Casper, uh, what is your second one? Um, my second pick is probably something not a lot of people have seen, 
but it's called The Chosen. And it is a terrible plot, terrible effects, terrible acting, terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. What, what, um, what's kind of the premise of it? Yeah. Were they chosen? It, it's basically about, <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long. I just remember I never went again, like after I watched it the first time, because I was like, I can't ever. Um, basically, this family was being haunted by a witch to do with like children. And children were part of the plot, but I can't remember exactly what the plot was because I literally almost turned it off. It was that terrible because the effects were so bad. Like a ghost would appear and it looked like somebody threw up a projector. Like it, it was, it was awful. All right, and, so I don't think uh, the acting. Know. They would be like, "Oh no!" Hmm? What? Uh, I said, I don't think I pulled up the right one because the one I got, it says in 1944 in Berkeley, Jewish kids become friends. So I don't <laughs> that ain't that. That ain't <laughs> Sounds equally terrible. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I'm sure I'm sure it was. No, it is uh... <laughs> Wow, it's not even it's not even popping up on IMDB. That's they that's bad. Okay, there we go. That's how bad it's this one. Is. Wow. It's scrubbing it from existence. Okay. It's this one. Gotcha. Um, oh. A child-stealing demon attaches itself to a little girl, and her family is thrust into a battle against time in order to save the girl and send the demon back to hell. I wonder oh. if they got sued from it. It's Right? Yeah, I mean, kind of. And this was made in 2015, too, so this was clearly made Ouch. after it. The terrible effects it had to be made in 2015, like, you shouldn't have even used effects. You should have actually just done prosthetics by this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, um, freaking, uh, it was just a terrible was better without people. the special effects. Yep. Yes. 100% better. Uh, Justin, what's your second one? So I was thinking while we did our, 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 our first lap here, that Mike had a theme. And I think my theme is movies Justin desperately wanted to be good uh, because <laughs> my next one on the list is Robin Hood with Jamie Foxx and that uh, Edger... Ed, uh, Taron Edger. Thank Edger. you. I wanted that movie to be good so badly. I took Cam, our friend Cam, yeah. to the theater. I made him go with me. I was like, we're going to watch this. It's going to be great. <laughs> I hated the whole experience. I, I, did, I, not hate that. I did not like that. It. Is interesting to me. I did not okay, like. Okay, I did not. Cam didn't like it either. He was talking to me the whole thing. He was just looking at me, and just saying, "Why'd you bring me?" To <laughs> I get it. It wasn't good. It but wasn't I, didn't, good. I didn't hate it like that. I love Jamie Fox. I love Etherington. I enjoy all yeah. those people, but I just I'm not. Wasn't I'm good. not a huge Jamie Fox fan. I am, but uh, I yeah, no, he was bad. The movie wasn't wasn't good. But I did like the action sequence. I like the bow and arrow action that they had. Sure, the, yeah. But um, the but, acting part of it was. Not oh yeah, good. no, no. Like the, the, the yeah, movie was okay. bad, but like I, I at least had that. I was like, well, that was cool how they did that. So that's what I I took away from it. Sure. But uh, yeah, no, that's funny to me that you. It just hurt me. Like, I, was, I, was, like, I was waiting for you. Know, halfway through, I was like, this isn't going to be good. And Cam no. was like, why did you bring me? I was like, I don't know anymore. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like, I, I have the movie pass. Like, I, I pay 20 bucks a month. I go to the movies as much as possible. So, like, when I see bad movies, it's not like, oh, I fucking paid $15. For, you know, it's like, it was already paid for. I just went and saw it. So, 
that yeah, that maybe that's why I didn't hate it as much. Yeah, like, you have a sunk cost already. You yeah, know, like, this is free for me. Right, right. right. So yeah, that, that's that's probably what it was. Because if I would have like paid to go see it and and like I remember leaving angrier it. than when I came in. I was like, this, <laughs> isn't, this isn't for me. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> uh, Mike, what is your second movie? Uh, my second movie is The Happy Time Murders, oh, the puppet buddy cop one. I couldn't get myself to watch that. No, me either. It, I don't like bother. It. It's like, hey, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> um, hey, every other buddy cop movie is funnier than this. Hey, oh, wow, they use, uh, what is it? Silly String? Uh, Silly String for Ejaculate. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Melissa McCarthy's in it, partnered up with a with a Muppet. I, I will give it this. The puppetry is good. But I mean, I'm that's what I expect going into a you know a high budget film like yeah. this is at least you'll be on top of your puppetry, but that's not enough to save it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy Timers is my number two. Agreed, Jim. Sorry, just go back to the Robin Hood thing. I right, I'm gonna pull it up. Calm down, Justin. I just it, I'm just still angry. Uh, uh, Jim yeah. says Tara Egerton as Robin Hood was just as bad as Charlie Hunnam as I think King Arthur. Charlie Hunnam was yeah. in King Arthur than Tara Egerton was. They were they were both bad, but we can keep going. Yeah. I think the King Arthur know. movie was worse. Yeah. But they're yeah, they're both terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my second feature, and for some reason I had high hopes with this. I have like I like I've liked Two of the things Adam Sandler has done on Netflix, Murder Mystery and his stand up special. Mike's but, um, sorry, what's that? No, I just see Mike's face drop. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, you're expecting Sandler to be good. Is this kind of well, this, yeah, one had, this is this very one true. Had, it, had, it had Adam Sandler and Chris Rock, and I've liked most of the stuff they've done together except for Grown Ups, too. And, um, so I, the week of, I was kind of excited to see it, and that movie was atrocious. I had I was reviewing it for three geeks, so I forced myself to watch it because I will not review a movie I've only seen partial way through. Otherwise, I would have turned it off in the first twelve minutes. Sandler does that obnoxious voice that I hate, 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 hate. <laughs> Which Same one? Hubie <laughs> Halloween and uh, Jack and Jill. It's just the week of. I, not even Chris Rock could save it. He was even stupid in that movie. So I there's nothing more I can say. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I think. I'm sorry. Just back to the dude's what, what was the movie? I, I, it must have cut off when you said the name of it. What was the name of it? <laughs> the week of Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. It's, it's a net. Yeah, it's a Netflix cut off play. when you said the name of it. I was like, <laughs> How do I know to avoid this? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you don't. You could have just been like, insert Adam Sandler movie here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love the old school, you know, like Waterboy, Billy Madison. Um, he had a string hit. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. The, like, yeah. You can't touch those for for Sandler for me. They're, those, they're dumb, those were but, good, yeah. But uh, I love those movies. But I a lot of Adam Sandler is more missed than hit, <laughs> especially lately. And but I have like two of the yeah. Netflix things. So I didn't want to completely oh, say. Dude, um, fucking uncut gems was good. You liked it? I did. Shitty. Uh-huh. Yeah, fun. Mike liked it too. Yeah. Well, I haven't good seen it yet. Good acting. It's good acting, yeah. I disagree. But but uh, is it a good movie? That's, that's the thing. <laughs> Kevin Garnett. Yeah, it's just you know, it's it's an uncomfortable movie, and that's why a lot of people probably didn't too. Mm-hmm. But it's well like, made. I, I I hate spending two hours with without somebody I can like. So ninety-two percent. Well, that's a thing. That, yeah, that's that, that's a that's a subsection yeah. of movies. <laughs> movies without protagonists. That that's a thing. So oh, yeah. 
the general populace. A sad, grim, dark place. All right, Max, what is movie number two? All right, uh, we are going Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Wow. Uh, yeah, I. It, it was the worst of the prequels. There's, That's there's... my favorite Star Wars. Get out of here. <laughs> That, 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 you think uh, that's worse than Attack of the Clones? Oh. Uh, well, no. Uh, yeah, I do think it's worse. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith is hands down my favorite prequel. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. There's, there's it's no my good... favorite. It, besides Force Awakens, it's my favorite Star Wars film. I'm so I, sad. I, I apologize oh, for your priorities, but... Uh, <laughs> you were supposed to save the movie. I didn't know. This is this has got the worst showing of Darth Vader. It's like no villains are good. There, the the like the the one shining moment in that to me was the the Obi Wan Anakin lightsaber fight, and it would have been good except it carries on, and I've got the high ground. So uh, no, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's what gets it for me. Uh, Revenge of the Sith was was fucking terrible. I think me. I think that's a hot know. take. To say that's the worst okay. prequel. <laughs> I mean, I'm. Whatever. I'd say it's the worst prequel. Or no, no, I, it's it's the best prequel one for me. Because yeah, of, I, uh, I like because I like of the, the love story. Is the worst. The love story and attack is so bad. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. But no, that, no, no. The 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 first prequel is my is is my least favorite. The first Phantom okay. Menace with Darth Maul, yeah. the Star Wars villain since Darth Vader. I agree with you. Yeah, Dan. yeah, Darth, Darth Maul's in it for 15 minutes, but you know, you get half an hour of pod yeah, racing and some 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 little kid awkward ass that. lines like like, <laughs> are you an angel? No, it's not a fucking angel. Okay, thank you. <laughs> None of the other movies even have that. They all have the shitty dialogue. They all have the shitty. Episode. Yeah, yeah, this but video, but a te- <laughs> fucking. But Phantom Menace is the only one that uses <laughs> actual people and actual sets. It doesn't look like the fucking weatherman is walking the fuck all around everywhere. Like no, and it's still I'm, boring no as hell. <laughs> it's raining. Well, I would, I would rather have a whiny yeah, twenty-year-old than than a whiny. Well, I don't know, fucking eight-year-old. Okay. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker stays whiny the whole time. It doesn't matter yeah. if he's a child or a grown-ass man. But, but he's at, at least. <laughs> At least in in uh you know Re- Revenge of the Sith, he's killing children. <laughs> they don't they don't show him murdering the children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Revenge, Revenge of the Sith would have taken it. For At me. least we have that. Yes. <laughs> yes, Revenge of the Sith would have taken it for me if they show Anakin cut through an entire room of children. I would have I would have enjoyed the movie then because they they would have given me something. That none of the other Star Wars movies could have given me. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Murder that annoying little shit. Okay. All right, Max. Uh, Danny says, I love you, Max. Danny, Probably not. <laughs> and then Jim's comment on Uncut Jim's was it was two hours of him cussing and the dangers of addiction. Really yeah, know? yeah. The, there you go. It's like it's like a, a, a really, really long. Uh, uh, it, Public service announcement. <laughs> now let's get back to cussing about Star Wars. Yes. Hey, dude. Sorry. You Number know, two, Star Wars, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. You know what I was sad is when Dan reminded me we were doing this list. I'm like, we're not going to get Hot Take Orlando. It looks like we our Hot Take Orlando has been channeled through Max today. Oh, no, whatever. I was on this podcast before Hot Take Orlando. Okay? <laughs> 
I was hating shit way before that game. Yeah, I got to say, Max is full of hate. I can't convince Max is doling out pearls of hate way before we got John. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So whose turn was it? Yours. Oh, that shit. Uh, okay. Look at the, the, the second one in my fake sci-fi film festival. Jupiter Ascending 2, Exit the Matrix, with special guest <laughs> Speed Racer. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> Is it animated? <laughs> no. <laughs> until the until the ten thousand Batman monkeys show. My, <laughs> hold on, hold on. The important question is: just John Goodman reprise his role from Speed Racer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> of course he does. I want to go see that movie, Dan. I, I don't think that belongs in the worst film festival. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing: like, like. I, I, I really like Speed Racer. I'm, I'm, I'm like the only person who liked that movie. <laughs> but, I mean, Jupiter Ascending was crap, and so was the the end of The Matrix. So if you squish them all together, at least you get Speed Racer driving around doing really fast trails. But <laughs> if you push a Matrix. bunch of crap together, you get a pile of crap, man. So far, I'm buying a yes, ticket. with Speed yeah, Racer on top. Does Speed Racer learn Kung Fu at some point in time? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying a ticket to Dance Festival. It's great. Uh, oh, Casper, what's your uh, last one? What's your feature movie? Slender Man. <laughs> okay. The Slender Man that made back in. That was like recent. That was yeah. like recent. I think it was like sixteen yeah. or seventeen. Um, the movie was absolutely done in terrible taste because of the real life event that happened. Yeah. Um, the movie was also not even the correct Slenderman lore, so they ruined that. Um, the acting was terrible. The effects were terrible. The way that they call on Slenderman was wrong. The whole thing was ruined. And I actually really like Slenderman. So, like, not the movie. I like. The creepy pasta of Slenderman. The, the idea of it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw yeah. that movie. Not impressed. Um, Justin, it was also, it was it also was edited awful. to high again paid well. for it. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, it was it was, it was way too edited. Like they could have really done, they probably could have done prosthetics with that and made it look pretty cool. They didn't need to CGI him everywhere. No, but yeah, oh, that, that I. Also paid for that movie, so there's more money I can't get back. Yeah, see, they, they they followed the George Lucas book of of, of movie making, which yeah. is if you can CG it, go ahead and do it. <laughs> yes, you don't need people. Yeah, that looks no. great. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Justin, what's your main attraction? Um, also, a movie I dragged a friend to, the newest Hellboy, because I. Oh. Yes, like damn. I they merged so many stupid plot points and they got rid of Ron Perlman, who I loved, and <laughs> Ron Perlman as Ted Danson to form a pile of crap with David Ayers, right? Because <laughs> you gave me a King Arthur story in Hellboy, but they can just shove it. I mean I like um I like the dude um from Stranger Things. Um, yeah, you know David. His name is David. David Arbor. Am I saying his name Arbor. Yeah. Arbor. I say his yeah. name wrong. I um, I like him. I, yeah. I love Ian McShane too. Like yeah. I, I thought we would be good. Yeah, but it was yeah. not good. The, yeah, the, the story. Was, <laughs> it was 
wasn't even the acting. Right. It was the story. It was the, uh, the first Hellboy movie is so good. I'm not a huge fan of the second one, but it, 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 like I would obviously watch Hellboy 2 over the fact that they did this movie and didn't finish right the story the Roman and the whole yeah. like, I, I wanted to see that there's a they reason there's thing. a reason for it uh, Gilmore del Toro wants 300 million dollars to make a Hellboy 3 uh, well, but the first two two movie didn't even make close to that well how much did it cost <laughs> to make this piece of shit because I did, <laughs> yeah uh, budget of 50 million all right yeah. <laughs> there here, it is. Here that's are. why they still is. lost money on this movie well, no but like <laughs> It's it's working within your you know like it, I, I, some of the best movies like are not high budget you know like and, and no. figuring you know working within their constraints to make a good movie well, and, and it's not impossible to do and, but yeah and the Golden Army one with Del Toro still made eighty million dollars <laughs> profit this one lost them six million yeah. so give me eighty million dollars <laughs> yeah I oh, know I mean anytime you can get Guillermo del Toro. Obviously. I mean, you should just shower the man in wealth. It's 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 fine. <laughs> I will at least give him five dollars from my pocket. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> That's <laughs> here, Mister Dollars. Del Toro. I will, I will buy you a sandwich and a coke. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, Mike. What is your feature presentation? Loquisha. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I remember you ranting about this movie. What was it about again? Because I don't remember the plot. Oh God! Damn it, Jason. Um, so it's about this guy. It's about this guy who's like a bartender and stuff, and he's like, "I'm not satisfied with my job, or not happy with my life." And like he's got, he's going through a divorce and things like that, as far as I can call. And someone's like, "Hey, you should be a radio DJ." And so he starts mm-hmm. like, put, like recording his thoughts and being like, "Hey, could this sell on the radio or whatever?" And uh, the people are like, nah, nah, we don't really want to hear from another white guy DJ. And so instead, he impersonates over the radio a black lady and calls himself Laquisha. And he does like a horrible, horrible racist black woman voice, which is clearly just a dude doing a horribly racist black woman voice. And then it gets to a point where he's like, wait a minute, am I actually a black woman living in a white guy's body? You know, or is this who I really am? Is this my truth? I'm like, no, no, it's not your truth. You're a white dude. You're a white dude who's trying to profit off of a marginalized community. You're an asshole. Fuck you and fuck this movie. And it's supposed to be like Hallmark type of like endearing and and sweet and funny. It's not. And the production is like five bucks the production man that just like sounds like a royal bucks. fuck up is what that sounds like good lord oh, it yeah. is it, it is absolutely a royal fuck up he has a black love interest who's like what you know and she thinks like he's weird he's being weird and stuff he's like no no it's no i i just feel as though i'm a black woman trapped in a white man's body he'll love me i'm like shut the fuck up dude this isn't funny it's it's pretty horrible Sorry, sorry to make you relive that, Mike. But I figured you'd rather thanks. just tell us than me pull up the trailer. <laughs> yeah, so, thanks. At least, at least I didn't pull up the trailer this time. <laughs> yeah, if you pulled up the trailer, I would have, I would have like chucked my laptop across the. the <laughs> yeah. How do you like ten? It's not easy to get a movie made. You know, like it, it takes a lot of work, and you got to wheel and deal, and, and and you know you try to scrape money together, and yada yada yada. How is it that nine people in a room decided, yep, this is the movie to make? I can tell uh, well, you. Because, yeah. Go you for it. Tyler Perry movies work. Let's try it with a white guy. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but this is not. The dude who stars in it, directed it, wrote yeah. it, financed it. It's his, it's his pet project. He surrounded himself with black people who were just like, 
we'll work for the paycheck. Sure. He got a black woman to impersonate Loquisha, and the third act, like, reveal of the lesson is he's like, I think I finally understand what it means to be, you know, a, a black woman to a black woman. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, or, and she, yeah. no, she says something to the effect of like, I think you're a better <laughs> black woman than I could ever be. And I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? The, the, the fun part of this is not, the not more only you did, talk did... about this movie, the more stressed I'm getting. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't get offended often, like actually offended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, you know, like that, that's not my character. Like, and I, I'm not the, the guy that you like to pull out, like, oh, you're like, I'm a black guy, I'm, I'm bad at, at black things. Like, it, it takes a lot to to actually offend me. That that's, I'm glad I haven't seen it. It seems offensive. It seems offensive. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that it's just lame it sucks right. yeah it's not even supposed to it's not if it was like a, supposed to be an outrageous like raunchy comedy that's meant to provoke and be controversial it even sucks at that so yeah. it's like whatever but i mean like at the end of the raunchy movie when he's like i think i understand what it's like to be a black woman he gets beat up by 15 black people like that would be <laughs> what happens <laughs> to him like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah well no, no like, the click for me was especially, especially like when she said, "I think you'll be a, you're a better black woman than I ever have been." Ooh. I'm like, "You wrote that for somebody to say." I'm like, yep. yeah. "That is horrible." Uh, in other news, Donald Trump will be starring in the remake after he's president. <laughs> All right, yes. so my my number three is oh. the. Con- <laughs> I'm just thinking you're never going to get political. This is why I'm going to go on cast with you. <laughs> All right, so, so my number three is the Hungover Games. I oh. watched it three days ago. I knew it was going to be bad. But something, something about the concept of this being a spoof in better hands, I think, could work. But but I'll I'll get into what the plot of the movie is. So if yeah, maybe too. if maybe the guys who did airplane took sure this concept it. and ran with it. So the concept is there's the hangover or the Hunger Games. Hunger Games, thank you. The Hunger Games is happening, but it's elements of film. So it's like film genres competing against each other, and it a concept format. I could probably see that as a short, maybe. But this is just dick joke boob joke like there's two naked people from adult films yay it's not funny it's really really bad it is offensive and i don't get offended at all <laughs> like hardly people have to hmm. kind of rail me in sometimes but um, mike's got the movie for you <laughs> the hungover games don't watch it you probably already knew not to watch it i'm the idiot who watched it but yep. i will give the movie one compliment the guy who's doing an impression of zach galifianakis does a really good impression of zach galifianakis that's it awesome they probably could have just gotten, gotten zach galifianakis yeah on fiverr <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking oh, i've man. never seen that either <laughs> for five for five dollars will you show up in this piece of shit movie uh danny mayo says he misses the old vgmx jason are you saying that the new jason isn't as cool as the yeah, old jason no, you, you, or are you saying you miss you're... old vgmx <laughs> uh, max what is your feature film feature film indiana jones and the crystal skull what's oh. that <laughs> okay 
apocalypse. Yeah, and yeah. Like, um, just so you know, if you're if there's a nuclear bomb going off. Nuclear. Um, you can just get into a, a fridge, an old fridge. Get you find yourself a '50s fridge. It's lined with lead, so you'll be fine. You know, like yeah. let, let's not let's not take into account the physics when you get blown three miles and land with no sort of shock absorption. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, dude, I, I clap I, for I, you on this one because this movie is trash. <laughs> I oh, hate yeah. this movie. Hate yeah. it. <laughs> and making the fridge didn't lose you. Uh, you get a cool Shia LaBeouf Tarzan scene swinging with the monkeys. Um, there's there's all kinds of just nuggety goodness in there for you to <laughs> nuggety goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you got some corn in there. <laughs> yep, yep. It's uh, it's <laughs> utterly absurd. It was the the biggest disappointment because everyone was so excited to see Indiana Jones finally come back. Uh, the mm. production is a is a joke. Like. Like they, every every line like where, where this movie was made into into coming into fruition is just bad. They make all the wrong decisions. Like every time they should turn right, they turn left, and it's it's just terrible. It was a terrible, terrible film and a sad addition to the Indiana Jones uh, mythos lore, whatever you want to call it. Dan, what's your feature? Okay, I need you guys to close your eyes and open your your imaginations. I don't close my eyes anymore, Dan. <laughs> All right. No Limit Records presents oh, <laughs> Michael Bay's vision of Stanley Kubrick's 2001. <laughs> it's just a nonstop explosion. Just Pretty much. With, with, with Master P, P does, does the whole soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Master P in space. Yes, golden tank. <laughs> Spaceship's a golden tank. Someone hurt me. I mean, Hal's gonna be like a transformer. <laughs> There's this shit blowing up for no reason everywhere. Oh, I want to see that movie, I, Dan. Your, your movie does not qualify. I a terrible to say, movie. honestly, Dan, none of your movies sound terrible. <laughs> like I would go see them. Dan, oh yeah, I, I, I would yeah. see those movies. But these are terrible. I I just want to see them, <laughs> but they're terribly good. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I Tell me that if you're a the movie, go, the movie oh, the whole so time. just bad that you love it. The room, Highlander like, too. Have you ever seen a movie that's so just terrible? You're like, this is terrible, but I love it. That's that's what I feel like these films would be. Like these are terrible, but I love them. That's the space that Dan lives in. He, he loves yes. like it, it, to, for a movie to be bad for Dan, it doesn't have to be. It can't be terrible because he likes that when it, when it's super bad and and you can laugh at it and yada yada yada. But it can't be good. So it's got to just be like below mediocre. Is is like a a movie that Dan can't watch. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> real tight window. Yeah, like it's really weird. <laughs> All it's right, not really weird. It's just mediocre is boring. See, it's, it, it's good. It's bad. I can watch those. It, it's in the middle where it sucks. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back after these brief messages. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, 
I love it. Uh, trolls. God, we had one comment. I'm not going to get into it because it was really bad. But uh, the guy, the, the overall arching thing was, he's like, I really like your podcast. And he said a whole bunch of mean things about us. <laughs> and he got like super racist. Is that the one you're talking about? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Apparently, I look Jewish, which I don't. You got to forward me this comment because I, I need a good yeah. laugh. But I deleted it, but I, ha- I think I have a oh. screenshot. He did the right thing where he went to the uh, our, our group's uh, black ambassador uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, should we, uh, I left it up for what, a couple of days, but then we didn't end up talking about it that week, so, so I was just like, we'll take it down. And Max like, leave it, it up was, so we can discuss it. And then we yeah, it was super, it. super racist, but he was like, you guys are cool if you weren't so black and Jewish and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Actually, uh, is anybody in this room Jewish? Well, I mean, like, huh? he, that time that you wore the yarmulke, Fuzzy was on here. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I just remember waking up oh, and seeing that like, comment. I think it was like six thirty when I texted Max. I, I turned over to Liz, but like Liz. She's like half asleep. I'm like, do you look like Jewish? Like, no, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, like, but he, like, he seriously. The first three sentences is all good oh, stuff. God. You guys are doing good. I like you. Blah blah. blah except for oh, yeah, black dude on there, and your bald Jewish guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was That's just the great. most ridiculous thing. And yeah, I was like, yeah. man, like, I'm bringing I, you guys down. I don't know who John Hurt is. Yeah, I mean, nah, Rondell, with me and Rondell on here, like, that's a two out of two out of five is that was way too many black people, and then we got the Jews. Not even three fifths. Keep, keep spinning that racial wheel, buddy. You'll hit one of the right. <laughs> Damn Chinese! I'm not fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had to, the we had Korean to, guy's a jerk. We are way the too Korean diverse. We need, to, we need to whitewash this podcast a little bit more. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> listens. <to that. laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Colin Trevorrow, I guess the first movie he made before Jurassic World had some really good storytelling in it. And then when Jurassic World came out, they saw that he could, you know, make a blockbuster and make money. So yes. they figured the two of those together would turn out something well. And then, like Mike said, his last movie tanked and with Leia dying they've had to rework what was his the last story. Movie? What was his last movie? Um, it was called uh something something dark side. I don't know. <laughs> something <laughs> murder. I <Yeah>. am looking <laughs> into this Max your thoughts. Uh yeah get rid of this guy. Fuck that dude. Fucking Jurassic World. The movie sucked. Like it's just Jurassic Park again. <laughs> fucking any fucking body can make Jurassic no, Park again. No, no, Steven Spielberg already made it. Like, all you got to do is wait. do the same shit. Max? Oh, no, our dinosaurs Max? are bigger and better. Max? This is Jurassic Park with a bunch of kids you don't want to know again, but stuck in a giant ball thing. The Book of Henry is the name of the yeah. film. The Book of Henry. Uh, I never yeah. even heard about this movie. It's, it's like, like some like the sequel to the Book of Eli? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> the guy's deaf instead. <laughs> 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 Spoilers, sorry. <laughs> you, go, you go through the whole thing like like people like screaming at him. <laughs> Henry! Anybody? <laughs> Henry! <laughs>
Get your book. Oh my god. Don't forget your book, Henry. <laughs> oh god, it's a fucking book. No, it's it's a drama <laughs> film or something. That's the end. What's fascinating is I guess See, I like it in the movie. I like in the movie too. Steve McQueen's first movie, big movie, I should say, Shame with Michael Fassbender and Carrie Mulligan. Yep. I waited to see that movie for a very long time. I finally got a chance to watch it. I was so disappointed because, again, all those people, I'm like, I hate all of you. I hope you all had horrible things happen to you. (laughs) Like, I got no, no, there was no investment because I'm like, Michael Fassbender, you and your penis, terrible. You're terrible people. (laughs) The moral of the story is, Except the fact that at some point in the future, Michael Fassbender is going to fuck each and every one of us. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. And by the way, if you haven't seen it, I literally feel like his penis should get top billing because you see it a lot in the movie. What movie a is lot. this? Shame. Shame. The cowboy movie? Steve. No, no, no. Shame, not shame. Yeah. Shame. Hey, like, come back, shame. Come back. That's where I was at, too, Max. I was like, shame. Oh Isn't that a John Wayne movie? Shane, uncut. All right. Now, who's in this movie? Besides John Wayne? <laughs> yes, besides John Wayne. Michael Fassbender. Did you say Michael Steve Fassbender. McQueen? Steve McQueen's the director. Oh, crap. There's a second Steve McQueen. There's actually. a second Steve McQueen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's okay. okay. African American. I'm not, like, what? Not rising motorcycle. <laughs> no, oh, not. God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm stoned, but I'm not that stoned. Like, what the hell is going on right here? <laughs> but can I ask Max? I, mean, uh, I, just, I just love that for half that description of the movie, Max thought it was Shane. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm like, I'm flipping out. Like, because I'm sitting here trying to figure out how Michael Fassbender was in Shane. I'm yeah. like, that is no, that doesn't make any sense. How old is this dude? He looks amazing. Well, it, it took the. It took the reboot in a completely different direction. Yeah. <laughs> I was there too. I just didn't say anything because I didn't want to look stupid. Like I guess I he was in the movie. <laughs> no, it's it's better to understand than oh, God. To, to worry about how stupid you look. Uh, there, he was the kid <laughs> at the end. That's, that's, that's <laughs> like the comeback chain. Yeah, see, that was that, that was Michael Fassbender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he took that message a little bit literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm not paying for this shit. She's like, fuck this. In six years, I'm going to be dating a Norse god. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd say that's a step up. But, yeah, like, would you take Hayden Christensen or fucking uh, Hemsworth? <laughs> I take Hemsworth? He looks like a cuddler. You know? Would you give him a telekinetic hand job? We fucking wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> someone's trying. Someone's it. trying to lift the hammer <laughs> <laughs> with their mind. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't call his penis. Oh yes. hammer now. He's you dead. are worthy. <laughs> so uh, thank you for watching. <laughs> 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 We're ending on that. Just to recap, can we, can we not end on that? Please? I don't want to go. Uh, if you if you enjoyed this episode, or if you'd rather us go back to just playing old episodes and just, we can oh do that God. too. Oh 
my god. Uh, yeah. Our Sunday viewers, you all just got a taste. Who's next to lift the hammer? <laughs> Sing oh <my> god. God. <laughs> It would be better because they can take a meeting. They're like regular and strong. You don't have to hold back. <laughs> Did you just use the phrase take a beating to describe a telekinetic hand job? <laughs> Uh, all of us Three Geeks podcast have a great night. I'm going to end right here. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's hey John everybody. Orlando from the PVD cast. Are you wondering where you can find my podcast? Well, it's real simple. Just go over to pvdcast.com, the online home of yours truly, or it's available through all of those major podcasting platforms. Just search for it in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio app. And don't forget that every single Monday night at 8 o'clock, I do a live broadcast of the week's episode of the PVDcast through the Facebook page. Just go over to Facebook.com and search for at PVDcast and join me every Monday night at 8 p.m. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get on out of here. So I'll chat at each and every one of you later. I'm Casper. And I'm Becky Gremlin. And we're the host of Don't Fuck With The Original. We are a spoopy horror podcast that pretty much covers everything under the genre. We cover haunted locations. We cover true crime, cryptids, movies, anything you can literally think of. We are all over it. Everything spoopy. On Wednesdays. And why? Wednesdays are for podcast. Thanks, guys. Uh, Jason, what's wrong, man? You seem to be a little bit down in the dumps. I've just been searching the internet all day trying to find a podcast dedicated to Matlock, and I just I can't seem to find it. What? Funny you asked. Funny you mentioned that. I know of a podcast called Matt Talk, and it takes a look at every single episode of that beloved series and critiques it and reviews it, discusses it, even sometimes pokes fun at it. Is a Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're the hosts of that. That's oh, right. Know, what are you? Yes, of course. Why? I don't understand why you forgot that. But nonetheless, folks, you can check out Matt Talk. We have a great Facebook page. It's at Matt Talk Podcast. You could get the episodes wherever you find podcast episodes. And we make it easy on you, don't we, Jason? Sometimes we just put we just put the link for Anchor right there in the description of each uh, announcement when an episode comes out and all you got to do is click and listen and jason where can folks get in touch with us if they want to comment say on this silly commercial or on any episode of matt talk all you need to do is go to ben matt talk at gmail.com you can drop us a line on facebook we'd love to hear from you twitter account coming soon uh yeah get in contact with us there you go. And right now we have uh, eight episodes in the can. We got plenty more coming up. So check it out. We love Matlock. We certainly do. And so with that, we'll see you in the courtroom. Well, not literally, figuratively. Bonjour tout le monde. It's uh, Jesse Camacho, and you're listening to the Three Geeks Podcast. And we're back! <laughs> you really need to cut off that last like, second of that fucking commercial. Oh, yeah, Chucky. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
children <laughs> capable children. Oh my, oh my god. god. I do uh, want to say that, um, <laughs> that 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 commercial is <laughs> fucking garbage. <laughs> Whatever. You know what? Go to hell. We- <laughs> Not, hours not, not, not figuratively, <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh, I mean, he, he does when he I sees that commercial. Head. I mean, uh, John and I are no longer the only Matlock oh podcast. God. There is another. The fucking man, people be grabbing on your coattails when you have to put the hotness down. You're like, it, 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 it's bound to happen. Like that's imitation is the highest form of flattery, and, and you guys should be nice. Unfortunately, they didn't have Linda Pearl on their episode that yeah, is dropping they tomorrow. Suck. How'd that go? <laughs> Linda Pearl was awesome. What awesome. do you think, Chucky? We talked to her about uh, Happy Days. <laughs> we talked about uh, The Office, and of course, we talked about Matlock. We also talked to her a little bit about Heather O'Rourke, who was the little girl in Poltergeist, because oh, yeah. she played her daughter on Happy Days for a season and a half, and that was really cool to find out more about you know, her because she's no longer with us but uh hello chucky how are you today that is creeping me out right <laughs> nice all right uh, awesome. did not expect that if i could get him to talk <laughs> but he doesn't <laughs> all right it's that time guys it's time let's get ready to remake <laughs> <laughs> Did I not give you the theme music? <laughs> we'll be the host today for this lovely edition of Remake Revolution. And why am I the host? Why isn't Mike the host? Why isn't John the host? John is busy. He called off this morning. He's like, oh, guys, I can't make the podcast. So we said, okay, John, we don't need you. So <laughs> he's, Mike he's doing his new job as a furniture salesman. Because Mike... Is going up against Dan. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is creator versus Dan. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. And, and this is really impromptu as well because Dan and I were supposed to be a team originally, but we'll figure that out at another time. But yeah, fair enough. So today's episode. And I came up with this. And honestly, when I pitched this as Plan B, I was like, I really want to see this episode now because The Wizard of Oz is one of my favorite movies of all time. I like Return to Oz. That movie scares the piss out of me, especially the little wheelie guys. And <laughs> they are going to pitch a horror remake of The Wizard of Oz. And but it'll be more interesting because, yeah, Dan said he didn't realize it was going to be a horror remake. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my mine will have horror elements, but it, 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 it is not a horror movie. <laughs> so get brace yourselves; these will now, be will wildly it have different. Horror elements or horrible elements? Have you met Dan? Today's Probably episode both. of Remake Revolution is brought to you by Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. No, I'm just no. Just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had Taco Bell twice this week, so. There's a whole no, different. No, don't. Thing. You haven't had Taco Bell like this. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll play it for you after after the show. Yeah, I, I, I sent you and Becky uh, examples of uh, remake revolutions. One of them was Showgirls, and during the Showgirls commercial, they put on uh, Taco Bell was running the Showgirls ad, and a couple of the guys actually made a Taco Bell commercial that ties into Showgirls. And they got tired of me playing it, so I can't play it today. Actually, I can't. I can do whatever I want. I have all the controls. But 
I'm not going to. I'm saving it. <laughs> A rainy day. Thank you, JT. We, Maybe our Thanksgiving we, episode will be brought to you by Taco Bell. Who knows? Okay. Jesus. Fair enough. But anyway, that's not why you guys are here. Max is judging. After after each category, I'm going to go to Casper and Justin, kind of get their input. Uh, Max can take that information however he wants to, but he doesn't have to you know, take their opinions into account. But I just want to make sure everybody's involved in this. It's going to be a lot of fun. And today, I'm going to start with Mike. Mike, what is your pitch for... The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Um, well, since this was, I, I put together sort of a little summary and outline and stuff uh, in the hour or so I knew I was going to be doing this. So <laughs> just heads up because this is a horror movie and it's going to get into some topical and uh, some potentially triggering stuff. So just heads up here. Uh, I thought for my version of The Wizard of Oz uh, to switch the focus and make the main character of Dorothy a person of color while still keeping that same early 20th century setting and that it'll explore not just horrific elements and horror and so forth, but also more parallels with regards to systemic racism and injustices in the real world and in Oz. And since it's horror, we can strip away any of the pretense that it's a fairy tale, explore what would probably really happen if uh, Oz was ruled now by a white opportunist that established himself as a ruling power, like the wizard, uh, there is no good witch. Uh, the communities of Munchkinland and the Emerald City are all segregated and disenfranchised due to the wizard's callous rule. Our main creatures are more horrific to look at, but still retain sympathy and parallel kind of brutality that a lot of marginalized communities have experienced with regards to, you know, people in positions of power uh like scarecrow for example appears more like a stitched together corpse with some straw stuffing uh taking more of a visage of like say the scarecrow from batman the animated series as like a hangman the tin man is like flesh metal melds his body keeps falling apart and it looks painful to be the tin man the lion has ptsd and scars from being abused and treated like a carnival sideshow freak um and getting to our main character dorothy uh, rural Kansas in the early 20th century is already not a pleasant place for her since she is uh, coming from a black family. Uh, she's an adventurous girl who dreams of bigger and better opportunities for her family, but reality is set against her. And uh, the Gales are hounded and ostracized at every turn with a campaign that's spearheaded by the pearl-clutching school marm and all-around Karen, Miss Gulch. Uh, <laughs> and one night, while a racist mob attempts to set fire to their small farm, a tornado blows through and transports Dorothy to Oz. But this isn't whimsical and friendly, Oz. A uh, majority of the populace, like I said, lives in bigotry and fear because the wizard hoards all of the good stuff for himself in the Emerald City. Um, and also the outcasts are people like Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Lion. And so Dorothy also encounters the witch. Like I said, there's no good witch, Glinda. The witch is just one character who appears to aid her with the help of some magic slippers. But all too soon, it's made clear that she's actually using her as a means to usurp the wizard and take control of Oz for herself. And so it becomes sort of this race against the horrors of Oz and also trying to get Dorothy back home to be with her family in an even crappier reality. But Toto's still a cute terrier, so that's a good thing at least. Uh, very, very. I, I enjoy the pitch so far. Uh, Dan, what is your pitch? <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, 
Let me introduce you to the Battle Wizard of Oz. Okay. Turns out that Dorothy and her pet Toto, which is actually a giant spider, <laughs> and the, the Tin Man, which is a cool robot, they're, they're part of a refugee group flying spaceships from their planet, Kansas. <laughs> Space pirates come and, and, and they, they, they fire Dorothy off course into a black hole. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I admit defeat. <laughs> oh wait, wait, we're 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 not even out of the prologue yet, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm laughing. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm simply waiting for the judge to regain his composure. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. Dorothy goes into a black hole and exits and crash lands onto Oz and one of the witches that are in a power struggle with the forces of the Wizard of Oz for, for, for the planet. This is a completely fantasy realm that she's landed on. Even though, you know, Dorothy has science and cool shit like that and a, and a robot. <laughs> the wizard had, has been, has, has had a spell put on him. Which, which makes him like sad and complacent and d doesn't want to do shit while, while he lives in his throne room. While, while this council of witches uh, try to take over with their uh, genetic abominations <laughs> made, made by a, a mad scientist that they have under their control. Dorothy then meets... Hold on here. Oh, befriends one, one of the... Uh, uh, mutated creatures the lion and and a uh, living statue the the scarecrow and help the forces of of you know the the wizard fight against the witches because unbeknownst to them they landed their spaceship on one of them and now they're really pissed off um they they wake the wizard who who then is an actual fucking wizard and it does awesome stuff and creates like a uh, uh, earth earthquake, which which like takes out their main city and stuff. But he's still being, you know, old and complacent for so long. He still can't win until the rest of the refugee space force shows up and blows the shit out of all the bad guys. The end. I got a question, Dan. I got a fact check. Yes. Question. Since it's Oz, wouldn't it be an Ozquake, not an earthquake? Because they're not on Earth. Sure. Terrible. I mean, that's fine, but it's still Earth. They don't. They don't say. Uh, uh, you know, Dorothy Land or sat down on the Oz and and had had a sandwich. It's still Earth, Jason. On, on Oz, they would say that. Yeah, because if you're leaving Planet Kansas to, planet to go to Planet Oz, Oz then on Oz, Oz, all of the Earth is technically Oz. Anyway, that <laughs> Dan, have you yeah, had this pitch in your back pocket for a while? Because this is great. No. Dan just goes to space epic every time. <laughs> Only twice. <laughs> the other times is the fucking musical. Someday right. it's going to be a space epic musical. 
<laughs> but not today. Um, Max tries to get his thoughts on the two oh pitches. Um, Casper, what 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 did you think of the two pitches starting out? I like each one over the other one for different reasons. Um, I really like Mike's pitch because I feel like that's something that we need more of our movies like that, that really show. Um, first of all, we need more movies with people of color, basically, you know, showing hardships that they went through and stuff like that without it being too much, if that makes sense. Um, but I really do like that pitch because I really do think that people need to see stuff like as more of a serious note. Um, Dan's pitch I love because that sounds like that could be probably one of the most epic horror comedies I've ever seen in my entire life. And I don't even really like The Wizard of Oz. So, you know, I would give it a real shot. <laughs> uh, Justin, what did you think of the pitches? Uh, I enjoyed both of them. Uh, Mike seems like a nice, neat ball of like plot. And then you have this bombastic Dan plot of like space epic in Kansas and Oz and intergalactic plot lines. Like, I don't know how you're gonna, I don't know how you're gonna Toto's that. a spider. In yeah. Dance movie. Yeah. You get bit by a Toto, you might be dead. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. Giant named Toto. If Toto in In my movie, it would have been Toto. Toto would be the band Toto. <laughs> they're, they're they're too busy storing the new doom in my mind. So. All right, Max, you good for this yeah, round? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Uh, Dan, start us off with Cass. No, okay, writer, I got a pretty. Which way to go next? Is it writer or director? You, sure. Writer yeah, writer or director. Sorry, Dan. Take us. Uh, can we go with Cass first? Sure. <laughs> this, this is the host. <laughs> no, okay. Cast first. That's oh my fine. god. Okay. Um, for Dorothy, first of all, I got Bella Ramsey, who you may not recognize by name, but she's Lady Mormont from uh, Game of Thrones. That's a good one. Because <laughs> yeah, no, nobody shrinks. You know the wizard's balls like Lady Mormont. So. Oh, holy <laughs> god! Yeah, that's an intimidating. Tell first me. Um, then for, for the witches, I've, I've got Judy Dench, which is the one that she lands on. <laughs> See, we're, we're going to do, do like a scream kind of, kind of thing where, where, we're like, you know, you're, you're, you're going to say like Judy Dench is in this movie <laughs> and she's just going to turn around and get like slaughtered. <laughs> um, you got Kathy Bates, uh, Mindy Kaling and Kate McKinnon. All right. Uh, for... For yes. the mad scientist, Brad Dourif. All right, hold on one second. Because, okay, sorry. I like the idea of Brad Dourif. Who is that? Uh, he played Chucky. Um, Chucky. Yeah. He was also or, in Chucky. The Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. All right, uh, I, I will always know him as Piper DeVries. So, best death scene a, ever. For the witches, he's a Grimer worm tongue in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Dan, who were the witches uh, again? After Mindy Kaling. Oh. The witches were uh, Kathy Bates, Judy Dench, the one that dies, Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon. and Mindy Kaling. Um, 
I'm going to have uh, Tom Holland. Yes. Yes. Okay, oh, no, 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 no. Chucky's the mad scientist, mad scientist. Who, who makes all the weird shit. Um, as the wizard, I'm having Gary Oldman. Nice. Because you can't go wrong with Gary Oldman, and I, I, I need him in more weird-ass roles. Um, I'm going to have Tom Holland voice the lion, which is totally uh, CGI. He's just one of the, uh, the, the mad scientists weird amalgamations of creatures. Uh, Vin Diesel is going to voice the Tin Man robot. <laughs> is that calling back to another movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to have uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as the Scarecrow. That's spot on casting. It really is. I like that. I could see Benedict Cumberbatch even singing like in the original Resident of Oz. If I only had a brain. But 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 see, they're they're not happy in this version. I mean, he's he's a giant statue monster who just crushes things. And you know, you're of course you're gonna have you know the the CGI flying monkeys, but you're gonna have like a whole range of goofy ass CGI monsters. To to fight against the, uh, the the Munchkins and the and the Wizard's Guard, you see. All right. Any any other uh, casting choices? That's all I got. Okay, cool. Uh, right. Mike. Okay, so for cast uh, for Dorothy Gale, I got Jada Harris. Uh, that name might not be familiar to a lot of you. She plays the little girl in Lovecraft Country. Uh, okay. Just because nice. if you watch Lovecraft Country, these past like couple of episodes, the last couple of episodes, like she really stepped up and is pretty okay. badass, actually. So I was just like, you know what? That's a young talent that could really portray this girl's plight in my movie pretty well. Uh, and I basically in a lot of my cast, of course, these are going to be a lot of people of color in the main roles and so forth to kind of hit home this allegory uh, for the Scarecrow. I chose Tessa Thompson as the scarecrow just because I, I i just have this image of like her giving a wide-eyed stare you know ahead and she's got like the stitched up face and things like that that i think that'd be kind of a cool visual uh for the tin man uh he's got to be this imposing figure but still can portray some vulnerability as pieces of him are like falling off and stuff like that uh i chose winston duke as the tin man nice uh, for my cowardly lion, who's going to be a mixture, it'll be a better version of what Cats was trying to do, a more polished <laughs> version. I mean, it'll still be horrific like Cats, but this time it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's meant to be. <laughs> it's meant to be horrific because it's a it's a PTSD lion creature. Uh, but for cowardly lion, I'll have Keegan Michael Key because yeah. I actually think like he has some serious dramatic chops that we have yet to really see because he's always relegated to doing a lot of com more comedic and you know friend of the main character type stuff uh, right, and hey, so, hey, Ron. <laughs> yeah exactly um so but I'd like to actually see him take a dramatic turn which I think he could do uh for the witch which will also be Miss Almira Gulch since that was a dual role too I have Elizabeth Moss because we know she can do kind of that sweet face and things like that. She made a living off that in Mad Men at the beginning, but she can also do demented and 
messed up as well. All she has to do is flip on her Scientology mind and she'll be a monster. <laughs> so <laughs> for the wizard, I got Dr. Manhattan himself, Billy Crudup. Because I can see him being my type of wizard in this movie, which is a very sniveling, opportunistic asshole. So, and finally, I have two special guest appearances. Uncle Henry and Auntie M will be played by Michael K. Williams and Vivica A. Fox. <laughs> nice. So that is my Uncle Henry and Auntie M. Uh, is it Michael K. Williams and Vivica Fox? Yes. Yep. Very different casts. I, I like this. There's no overlap with the cast, which usually we have <laughs> overlaps. So. No. Well, considering they were told to make two different movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they both think... read the same text I saw. No, no, but like, yeah. As oh. far as as far as they're concerned, okay. Like, Dan didn't hear the horror part at all, so he was told to make an entirely different movie than Mike's making. <laughs> I think Space this is the movie opera. Dan would have made anyway. Um, Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Just wait. Cast choice. I mean, I think they're on point. <laughs> There's, I think they're absolutely on point for each character. I think um, prefer or the two that really stood out to me, uh, of course, Brad Dorf for obvious reasons. But I think him playing a mad like mad scientist and creating weird shit, I think that's perfect for something for him. Um, and Tessa Thompson playing the scarecrow, I'm all about that. I love that choice. I love her and everything she does anyway. So, uh, Mike, I'm sorry to interrupt real quick. Mike, quick question. Are you doing CGI monkeys or are you doing um, prosthetics? And, and... Um, much with the Cowboy line, it will be like a combination of like CGI and practical. Like, because I, I do like that balance more than just like, hey, it's a cartoon monkey. <laughs> Clearly. All right. Cool. So, you. no crystal skull monkeys. <laughs> oh, God. Justin, do you have thoughts on the cast? Uh, I really love Winston Duke, though. I think he can do whatever he wants. I, in Us and in um, the Black Panther series, like I really enjoy every, everything he's done. So I think that's a great character. I like Elizabeth Moss as an actor a lot. M'Baku is my dude. Like, M'Baku. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, I fox with M'Baku. Uh, and I agree with uh, Dan about Gary Oldman. I want to see him in as many things as I possibly can for Gary Oldman. I'm a big fan of Gary Oldman. So that's my thought. All right, Max, how you doing over there? I'm almost done. All right. Um, do, 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 do. I'm just going to sing when there's dead well, what silence. Do you, what do you think, Jason? Say something. I did. Yeah, I just, dude. Elizabeth Moss was great. I love her as an actress. I, I kind of want to. I kind of want to shove Dan's plot into a spaceship, make it the horror theme, like make it aliens, the Wizard of Oz, like you're just trapped <laughs> in closed space. With a power well, I mean, there there can always be a sequel. <laughs> dude, there, there, there's what uh, the real horror is the sequel. <laughs> yeah, okay, there, there's 15 Oz books, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can pull a lot of material from them. Um, I'm curious, Dan. This is my question for you, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Though, is he going to be whimsically British, Gary Oldman, or is he going to go for an accent, American accent? Um, well, I I, I want him like caked in in like you know. The yucky, you know, pancake makeup and stuff when 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 he's all like sad and like like sitting in his throne, not doing shit, feeling sorry for himself. And then then when he he rises up, 
You know, he 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 has to be like British, but kind of like a a, a happy Zorg British. It's like, it's like a Lord of the Rings esque. So, I was yeah. I was about to ask oh, very, you if very Lord of the Rings esque Zorg. Yeah. I was about to ask What's, you if yeah. Zorg was going to play into it. I, I I fucking love Zork, so yes. <laughs> uh, my pets are weird. Says that they like uh, dance pop. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that is an interesting, yeah, combination. All right, Max, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. All right, let's get into the writer and director. Uh, Mike, who is writing and directing this fantastic film? Okay, so for this one, um, for the writer, I went with Misha Green. Uh, Misha Green is the showrunner and the head writer of Lovecraft Country. So I just thought, like, you know what? This actually feels a lot kind of like that show, what I'm building my plot around. So it's like, might as well get the person who was able to do it. And so she is my writer. Uh, my director uh, is Nia DaCosta. Uh, she uh, did this crime thriller with Tessa Thompson, actually. So that's also a tie-in there called Little Woods that I really liked. Uh, but also she is she's done the Candyman remake, which has unfortunately been delayed, but I was really looking forward to watching. Um, and based off of just kind of like the uh, trailer, but also the uh, the puppet, the little puppet show theater uh, thing she did for it. Like there was just this demented, whimsical nature to it that really kind of hammered home the theme she was trying to get across in Candyman. I'm like, I want that kind of energy, but not just with shadow puppets, with actual flesh and blood people and i think that could work so misha green as writer nia DaCosta as director all right uh yeah uh, dan okay seeing as this, this is a you know gonna be a giant money vacuum <laughs> i need <laughs> giant names for this so we're gonna bring in neil gaiman as as an art director um, I'm going to have Guillermo del Toro be the writer. Um, and, you know, if, if you're doing a giant sweeping epic, nobody knows, you know, more about that than Peter Jackson as director. Keep in mind, he also did Dead Alive. So, so he, he's, he's not afraid of, you know, blood flying everywhere, too. So I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be a PG-13 and then an R or, or unrated home video cut. <laughs> um, I, also, as action director, uh, I'm, I want to bring in, uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but uh, Chad Stahulski, uh, the dude Wick who did guy. the John Wick movies. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I think, like, like you know, Lord of the Rings battles needed a little more. Yes. Spell Stahulski. S T A H A L S K I. I think the Lord of the Rings kind of battles needs a bit more punch, and I, I think he can definitely do that. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, there you go. All right, I'm good. Awesome. Yeah, my hot take of the day is The Frighteners is Peter Jackson's best movie, at least in my opinion, that I like to watch the most. Well, you didn't like King Kong? No. And I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. Five hours of King Kong? Of <laughs> <laughs> all the movies to pick. Okay. Most people would say Lord of the Rings. I'm 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 gonna say Dead Alive, so you know whatever. I haven't been able to stay awake for a Lord of the Rings movie, except for the really. First time. I watched. I I, watched I love those movies. movies. I watched all through the extended cuts back to yeah. back yeah. one time, 
and I have not watched any Lord of the Rings since then. <laughs> <laughs> I've been broken. <laughs> oh. That's a long binge. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's 12 hours. Like, <laughs> wow. it's, it's close to that, yeah. All right, Casper, anyway, Justin, sorry. what are your guys' thoughts on their picks for writers, directors, and all the extra directors Dan has? <laughs> I only have one extra director. <laughs> well, uh, to Mike's point, I really enjoy all the stuff from Lovecraft County, our country. So I, I would love to see a two-hour or three-hour version of that. And I love Guillermo del Toro. And what was his other director? The other side one? Uh, Neil Gaiman, art, art piece. I love yeah, yeah. I love American Gods. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed the Sandman uh, comic. Hey, we check were out uh, Monthly Pool. pool. Here yeah, are, uh, uh, the <laughs> um, I enjoy both both uh, directors that they get and the whole supporting cast. <laughs> Casper, any thoughts? I agree with everything you said. I've, these are definitely two movies I would see. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> this is probably going to be the roughest judging that I've had to do. Because, I mean, uh, and someone did make the comment that they like Dan's movie with Mike's cast, but it's like, it's yeah. really hard to separate. To, yeah, so, like, once, you know, like, if I'm picking someone, it's like, which movie overall do I want to see better? I think you have to kind of look at it at the point of, like, just what appeals to you more just from a casting standpoint or, you know, and just separate them at that point. Because, you know, like, like, yeah, because, like, normally, you know, it's like, okay, I'll pick this cast or I'll pick that cast and I'll pick this plot and I'll pick that plot. But, like, you can't use Dan's cast in Mike's plot. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. wait. Why not? <laughs> Going back no, to no, really, really, because there, there's there, there's something systemically wrong with that. <laughs> Going back to our greatest moments. Yeah, I think you're gonna like a movie called um, Lo- Loretta or whatever, the Loquisha. Loquisha. <laughs> I think I think in this case, Max, since they are such two different visions, you'll just have to be like. I like this pitch better, but I like this cast a lot. The the ensemble and just right, like delegate right. points. At, like, least Max, at least Max is the judge on this one. To be like, <laughs> I like uh, my plot, but I'm gonna whitewash it with Dan. Gonna call back to our previous commercial. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Uh, so Dan, who is uh, what is your marketing campaign for this acid trip that you're taking? I mean, this this has to be huge, right? So you're you're gonna have to have like like video games. I'm I'm gonna say we're gonna make an MMO <laughs> for it. It's just like uh you know Dorothy's fun times in Oz, the 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 MMO where you just like wander around and slaughter various uh you know animal monstrosities. Uh, um, um, let's see. See, the, this is always the part I never really think about until now, but, <laughs> but we're, we're not doing a Taco Bell thing though. Not, not this time. No, no, <laughs> this, this gets a Burger King one. <laughs> um, yeah, add to the horror. <laughs> can, um, <laughs> they can make like fuzzy whoppers. For for like like the, oh you you can have four different meals you, you can have the, the 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 scarecrow the lion the tin man and, and you know the Dorothy meal. All right. Um, it's full of oil. Let's see. For, I mean, you, you got to have toys. 
all kinds of toys. And, and, and I mean, you're, you're going to have spaceships and, you know, fantasy stuff. Plus all, all the, the play sets, like, like you could have the, the, you know, the, the Emerald city earthquake play set. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be just just a giant multimedia thing. You got you got to have games. We're gonna we're gonna sell the soundtracks because you know you got to have like somebody gigantic for that, like John Williams or something. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a cultural phenomenon. All right. <laughs> um, I, I'm. I'm assuming I'm assuming the dog in the background agreed with you, Dan. So. I, I am honestly just relieved that Dan didn't pick like Popeyes as his marketing campaign, and then Max is trying to pick the the movies with. Oh the damn it! Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, as far as your cultural revolution, Dan, I'm not sure I want to be part of that culture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, but all right. but you see, it, it it washes all racism away just by being. <laughs> <laughs> no one no one cares about that anymore. They they, they just all care about the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> consume, right. consume Wizard right. of Oz. Yes, yes, that is what you must do. <laughs> the thing I hate most about these games and uh, a future to the chat cave, check it out. I'm not going to tell you what it was. Is hearing these uh, pitches for movies. It makes me want to see these movies, and I really want to see Dan's movie and play that MMO. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, I mean, Jason is already sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, in. I'm in on Dan's festival, and I'm in on Dan's uh, <laughs> everything. I wonder why. Jesus Christ, Hollywood, hire me. Uh, All right, Um, Mike, (laughs) marketing. Yeah, um, so obviously I don't know if my idea really was one to sell to kids or, you know, that'll get a lot of, (laughs) a huge toy line going. I definitely want, I definitely want some McFarlane toys of like the main cast because, you know, McFarlane toys have that great attention to detail or NECA maybe, one one of those figure lines. The one of the lines that really does like more figures for the grown ups and so forth, because I feel they could be really cool design wise to have on display for you. Um, in terms of like trailers and stuff like that, I gotta go with it. I know it's a very cynical thing, especially in this day and age, to do, but I'm going to do a trailer with a slow piano haunting version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, obviously. <laughs> I know it's probably already been done to death many times for other horror movies, but this is the ultimate horror movie that it should be made for. Uh, So it'll be something like that. I would have sort of this viral marketing where sections of uh, streets would be spray painted yellow. And then as people are walking down them, you would also see maybe like posters and things like that of some of the more horrific creatures from the movie. as they kind of walk along, you know, maybe in like uh, the, Alphabet City or something like that. Someplace with a lot of those uh, types of streets. Uh, and finally, there was one other thing. I, oh, I wanted to have like in the theaters, sometimes they would do this for movies back in the day. They'd have like little booklets about the movie and about the cast, you know, a little bit of a prep material for the audience. I would have that, but it would be done in the style of the original uh, Baum novels with the illustrations and things like that from 1900, but done with my version of the characters. So it's a really demented looking like novelization of 
the Baum material, but it's actually just like a little promo thing about all the characters. So I, I want to see Mike's movie too. I didn't specify that before, but I especially want to hear that remake of Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Godsmack. Oh, yes. God damn it, Dan. There's a one chord version of that one. <laughs> Greatest cover band in the world. Somewhere <laughs> Over the Rainbow. <laughs> I mean, there's some way you can tie voodoo into this. I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah see? <laughs> it's got to be, you know. All right, let's go to music. So speaking of Godsmack, oh, Mike, <laughs> what kind of music do oh. you have in the movie besides creepy Wizard of Oz theme? Um, I really kind of like what uh, this one composer, Harry Gregson Williams, does. He does music for quite a few shows and movies and so forth. And he, I've heard him do some really – more demented type of uh, soundtracks and scores. I wouldn't necessarily have a huge like pop or um, whatchamacallit a song driven soundtrack. It would probably be more dependent on you know just ambient music and score but it'd be interesting. That'd be interesting themes that would probably incorporate a little bit more of like modern hip hop uh, sensibilities perhaps. A little bit of some like more thumping bass at times for the villains and things like that. Uh, but yeah, that is my idea for score or music. Dan? <laughs> main score, I want... <laughs> for, for the main score, I want John Williams. However, for the uh, the, the mutant animals, <laughs> I, I, I want some, some pieces by Michael Kamen. And for for the, the the witches, I want Howard Shore. All right, that's quick. Mm. Um, all right, Max, <laughs> uh, you get to take the time right now to figure out the winner. I do not. Thanks. I do not envy, <laughs> envy you at all. And I'm going to ask everybody what who they think in their eyes the winner would be. Uh, Justin. Uh, I don't have a winner because it's so different in terms of movies. Like, There's I would five see... categories, Justin. <laughs> hey, come on, man. That's five points. You could divide it. <laughs> in half, I can do two and a half and two and a half. Um, cast, I would give probably to... Probably to, probably to Dan? Only because it's <laughs> um, Plot... I would give to Mike because I want to be scared. It's Halloween. All right. Justin's whitewashing Mike's movie. Listen. Good job, Justin. You're the one that brought it up. Whoa, Please. Justin. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. The thoughts of Justin are not those of the Three Geeks podcast. <laughs> and sponsors and affiliates. <laughs> sponsors and affiliates. <laughs> um, music. I would probably go with. I love John Williams. So I would go with that. And mm, our, I, the promotion piece, I would go with Mike. The, the whitewash, not whitewash, the yellow streets. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jason. The, the, the palpable hatred I have for you is real. Um, what is the, what's the, oh, the directors and stuff? Um, I have to go Neil Gaiman. I was honestly expecting Mike to say Jordan Peele. 
because the pitch of the movie, the cast, and everything just in my mind popped out Jordan Peele. Um, I was well, yeah. I was also thinking like since it's you know Dorothy female centric. Yeah, let's get some female writer and okay. writers in there because Casper, what do you got? Which movie do you want to see the most in each category? Which ones do you like? As much as I love dance, <laughs> the entire pitch, plot, music, director and writer, um, cast, and uh, what was the other one? Marketing, music. Marketing. Um, I have a mic that sounds like a really, really, really dope movie, and I'm... <laughs> I'm, I lean more toward psychological horror than I do comedy horror as much as I love it. Um, so as I love everything about Dan's, I, <laughs> I have to go with every single one of Mike's pitches. Oh. <laughs> I think Mike's movie's winning an Oscar, and I think Dan's movie I'm going to see more than once in a theater. <laughs> exactly. So, like that, I feel like Mike's movie would actually not be snuck I feel like he would, he would get a an in in the Oscar, just like Jordan Peele did. Like, sounds like a film. Yeah. See, I take a dance plot with. So Mike's this is coming out tomorrow, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the middle of pre-production. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I it's just uh, being I edited. Think... It'll come out tomorrow. <laughs> I do want to see dance movie with Mike's cast, Mike's director. And dance marketing campaign with a little bit of both of their music. All right. See, okay, you you just bitched at, at, at Justin for <laughs> no, not being a winner. <laughs> I spent a whole five fucking minutes yelled at me, and you're being an yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I was seeing if I could get away with it because I worded it differently. And you and you whitewashed Justin's whole whole pitch. So for shame, Jason. <laughs> yeah, Max has got a winner. All right. Okay, now I gotta say, this is the hardest one I've had to judge. This is even more difficult to judge than the Showgirls fiasco. Uh, well, 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 Showgirls was not a fiasco. Uh, that was a fucking disaster. Kristen, Kristen. No, that me, was awesome. What are you talking about? Casper, let me uh, let me just say that these guys, when they did Showgirls... You call they, me Kristen, it's fine. They, um, they wrote actual scripts for these movies yeah, like, like they came ready to play and we oh my god marketing was insane <laughs> yeah no, leaving that alone oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it yeah anyway this now uh this is this is hard but for a wholly different reason but that the showgirls one is the hardest one i've had to judge just because of the craziness of it this one is hard because they're both really solid Flicks like I I, I want to kudos to both of you. This is this is really really good, especially for you know like not a whole lot of prep time. I'm I'm very <laughs> impressed with both of you, and you should like the whoever's the loser here. Don't don't feel bad because like it's just you know it's like comparing LeBron James to Michael Jordan. Like what what are you gonna do? Well, like, someone... don't don't tell us how to feel. <laughs> yeah, really, jeez. <laughs> As soon right. as soon as this is over, I'm calling Larry Hankin. I'm pitching both of these. <laughs> yes. All right. So for the pitch, uh, I gotta go with Mike's pitch. Um, I think I think it's important 
And that's the only reason is because like, he's touched on something that I feel is actually important right now. Dan, your pitch is great. It's it's, oh. <laughs> it's mutant great. animals aren't important, Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but Mike did touch on something that I think I think we like, as a people need right now, and and uh, it's. You know the, the the Dorothy being black and you know, and having to deal with the struggle of that on top of going to Donald Trump's Wonderland is is just <laughs> is really good. Uh, I I really like that. So so Mike, uh, you win you win the pitch. Uh, that being said, obviously Cast is gotta go in right after that. <laughs> um, Cast. Oh no. <laughs> Cast is going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to whitewash the the movie. Um, Dan's cast is amazing. Dan, your cast is is fucking amazing. I love all your witches. Your pick for the witches are awesome. Um, the only problem I really had was uh, Vin Diesel. I would just not hire him to do anything really. But <laughs> he's, he's he's just voicing a robot. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like I'm tired of like he, he does Groot. I'm tired of Vin Diesel's. I'm I'm just tired of that dude. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that was your main thing, and the CGI monkeys. I I really would rather have more practical. I think it looks a lot better as practical. It works for your movie, uh, you know. So like you know, not detracting, but that's where it lost me. Um, okay. So so yeah. So when when Mike said he's doing more, you know, cats, monkeys, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm more for that than I am for just straight up CGI. But do they have buttholes? Yes. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> no, they have red baboon butts. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, all right. So cast cast goes to Mike. Um, but again, it's very very close. And and Dan, your cast is awesome. I mean, Gary Oldman, Judy Dench. Kathy Bates, like, what are you gonna do? Like, that's that's uh, all right. For director, I went with um, Dan's group, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna sub out I'm gonna sub out your actual director for Mike's director. But since you have like eight other people there that I would love to see working on the film, which I really felt <laughs> Mike's aesthetic of his film. You know, you you win, Dan. But you know, you, <laughs> you got to get out of here. But <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no. Um, yeah, like you're Guillermo del Toro, Neil Gaiman. That is what's up with John Wick action. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100 down for that. So Dan, you win, director. Uh, for for. Um, music. Uh, who did I pick for music? Did I not write this down? <laughs> All right, Dan. Dan, Yo. you with music. I'm. Um, I'm just not even really sure of who might pick. Maybe if I like actually heard some of the stuff that these guys made. I yeah, yeah. I picked. Uh, what? Uh, what picked, do you want? Uh, I picked an unknown. Oh, okay. Oh, my mics are unknown. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Dan, we're gonna go with your your score. You you can't go wrong with John Williams. Like, like you know, like that, that's just that's gonna win two Oscars just because his name's on it. So, <laughs> so we're gonna go with Dan's pick for music, but uh, that leaves marketing. And for the winner, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mike's marketing 
because I like the painting, like actually painting the streets gold and having like you know, like the, the, that sort of real world feel to it. Um, I like the McFarlane toys. I think uh, when Dan said he was having toys made, I was waiting for him to say it, and he didn't. Um, so that that was kind oh, of oh no a- no I'm I'm getting a cheap ass company to make all, all of my shit. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Well, so like that because I mean you both had toys, but like I'm like if he can get because McFarlane does obviously like Spawn and all that's the horror stuff. Mm. So the toys are going to be real, real, like real cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, obviously the obligatory uh, over the rainbow trailer, like you know that's that's got to happen. So I I feel like oh actually you know what really sold me was the um the the little booklets you said you'd hand out um, that had the old school feel to them. That was something that you know like that's out, outside of the box. And, uh, you know, even printing something nowadays is kind of like you don't really do that anymore. So to have, you know, like a, a, a real something you can grasp to go with the movie, I think would be would be really, really cool. So I mean, it, it came down to it. You guys, uh, you guys are awesome. This this is really hard. This is really, really hard. Uh, I like but Dan, like I want to see your movie. I, I, I do. I, I don't <laughs> like. I, I'm against your movie. It's just that I think Mike's movie needs to happen versus what I want to happen. You know, it, it, it. Well, okay, okay. This, this is how it goes. See, Mike, Mike's movie is more topical, so that that that's big right now. Yeah. And then when 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 all of the 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 social bad things go away, mine lives on forever. <laughs> It's not the movie we need right now, but it's the one we deserve. Yes. <laughs> All right. So congratulations to Mike on the Wizard of Oz battle. Um, it's 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 a good win, man. You should be very proud of your movie. I'm 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 excited to see. It. I'm I'm excited to see any and all of these movies we put together on this pretty much. Game. I mean, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> even the really out there pitches like i'm always excited like so yeah i hope we get to that point dan where we can see space wizard oldman <laughs> space wizard oldman well no that's that's the sequel dude he's he's on oz now <laughs> he just, he just hijacks his ship for part two <laughs> well i don't know how we follow that up with anything else so go to youtube.com mike mcgee tv check out all of the wonderful stuff mike has coming up like i said there is a wonderful pitch for a batman movie on the upcoming to the chat cave check it out check out casper check out casper and the don't fuck with the original podcast all things horror true crime it's a great show i listen to it every week definitely check it out and from all of us have a great day um stick around to the end casper and we will talk recycling Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>